Hi guys, welcome back to my fortune cookie. I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, with this podcast, we just we have fun. We interview some interesting people, read some dad jokes, some pickup lines, and a few fortune cookies mixed in there. And I hope you guys enjoy. In this episode, we had the amazing opportunity to interview Aubrey. Aubrey is my second cousin, and she has a lot of great stories. She also has two little dogs, and if you hear them in the background, their names are Sago and Yaro. Enjoy. How's it going? Going good. Good. Yeah, living life. Yeah, that's great. Well, welcome back, guys. (laughs) Um, For this episode, I'm interviewing Aubrey. She's super cool. We live kind of close. We both live in Cache Valley. Anyway, and we're just going to get to know her today. Who am I? Well, I'm your cousin. (laughs) We're second cousins or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're second cousins. Second, yeah. Is this second? Yeah, it's second cousins. Something like that. Yeah. I used to have a map so I could, like, tell who everybody was. Map your ancestors type thing? Well, like, it would say, like, oh, this is you. This is your grandparents, your great uncles. Like, your first cousin, second cousin. so cool. First cousins once removed. Anyway genius yeah <laughs> well we're gonna do a rapid fire segment just to get the important stuff out of the way so we'll just answer these like kind of as quickly as you want you know and okay. we'll just do some like fun fast little questions what's your favorite color blue favorite animal dog dream vacation mm. anywhere with my family that's a nice one what's the best food pasta Favorite places you've been? Uh, okay, I actually, this is a good question. I have seven, so when I was a kid, I was like, I want to collect my seven wonders of the world. So I currently have like five or six. Um, one is in Munar, a place that we hiked. This overlook where we saw these elephants like walking through the, did I say India? Yeah, in India, where they Ooh. were like walking through these um, trees and it was really cool. It was just beautiful scene. One's in Idaho, kind of like a secret place. There's a place um, east of Beaver uh, Ski Resort. And then top of Chinaman's Hat in Hawaii. And I think that's it. Uh, uh, Yeah, I think that's all of them right now. Oh, dang, those are so cool. That was it for our rapid fire segment, but I feel like we learned a lot already. You have a lot of cool places you've been, so do you like to travel? I like traveling I think I traveled so much when I was younger like in college and stuff that I just got a little burned out on it but yeah I'm excited I I like traveling yeah traveling is pretty cool sometimes I get what you mean it's like you go on a long trip and then you come home and you're feeling okay this is I've traveled enough I'm ready to be home yes I also I love my home a lot so yeah you have a nice home and you have cute dogs, too. <laughs> They're obnoxious. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about growing up. Like, what was life like as a kid? Yeah, so I grew up in Ohio. Um, I was born in Tennessee, and then we moved to Ohio when I was four. And I have this, like, vision of myself that I was, like, this cute little four-year-old with blonde hair and blonde curly hair with a little southern accent. Um, and <laughs> that makes me happy. But I probably didn't have a southern accent. I was four. Anyway, we moved to Ohio. Ohio's great. We had, um, where I grew up was kind of cool because, like, it was our street, and then there was woods across the street, and so we'd go and play out there a lot. 
Um, we played a lot of like make believe growing up, and my mom always says like. There was one time we were playing, like, make-believe court, and we would, Ooh. like, had people, like, put their fingerprint, or we, like, collected their hair, and we made her be the judge. Um, yeah, so that was pretty fun. Childhood was good. I'm trying to think, like, big things. I feel like we um, we drove a lot across the country, like, to go like see family. Like, on road trips? Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, we went... Um, our family reunions were in California, so we would, like, drive out to California and hang out with everyone and then drive back. So that's some of my big memories of, like, trips. Um, yeah, I had, I grew up with a little sister who was just a few years younger than me. And then my older brother and older sister were, um, like, five years, five and seven years older in school than us. So, um, Yeah. That was kind of different because we had, like, almost two families. Um, I was still in middle school and my sister was, or I guess elementary school, and my older sister was graduating high school. Wow, that's a pretty big gap. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But um, now that we're older, it's more fun to, like, be um, adults together because now we're finally at the same uh, like, like spot in life. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but my little sister and I were good friends we had a lot of good friends that we played a lot like just a lot of like make-believe yeah it's funny because now thinking about kids like being on their phone or like watching so much tv I definitely watched tv as a kid but most of my like core memories of childhood were playing and like some of the games yeah. we play. playing outside you know riding yeah. your bike yep yeah for sure that's kind of the same thing with me it's like my little sister has a phone and she's like, I think she's turning 12 this year. And I'm like, that's crazy. Because when I was her age, it's like, I was not, <laughs> I didn't have a phone. I got my first cell phone when I was 14, 15. I was a freshman in high school. You got your first phone. Yeah. And then I got my first iPhone uh, freshman year of college. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I had like a little, yeah. This makes me feel old when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's like we age so much all of a sudden. I was watching this video and it was like things from like 2013, you know, like trends <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so old. Yeah. Yeah. And you're young. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 30 next year and that's crazy to me. That's insane. So. Well, did you have a lot of hobbies when you were little? You mentioned you like to play make-believe and go on road trips. Do you have like yeah. a certain hobby you do? <clears throat> um... I'm trying to think, like, oh, when I was, like, 12, I think my hobby was just, I wanted to, I'm, I honestly can't even think right now, I think one of my hobbies was, like, I don't know, when I was 14, or no, 12, I mean, I wanted a paper route, so I did a paper route for a few years, and I just always, like, when I turned, I was, like, so looking forward to turning 16, not because I wanted to date or anything, but because I wanted to make money. I wanted to, like, work and, like, be yeah. an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, like, I was always, like, okay, 12 years old, I want my first job. I bought my first bike. And that was, like, a big deal. That's $126. Like, I still remember. So, yeah. 126 I don't think I have that much money. I also don't think you can buy a bike for that. Well, I mean, I guess you probably could, but. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My bike Only is definitely in Ohio. not Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, that was in Ohio. <laughs> and that's awesome. So what 
um, what was like your favorite year of high school? Do you have a special one that stood out to you? Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) To tell you the truth, I was a little, um, naughty in high school. Um, I loved like church and I loved my friends there and I, I was like getting into the faith, but I did, you know, some things that were kind of naughty, um, and had a lot of fun doing them, but learned a lot of hard lessons and found that not doing them was better. Um, so I think that that was like, I had my whole high school experience. I wouldn't say I loved, um, it was just, it felt like I hate, well, let's say, let's see. I did not like waking up early, and I had early morning seminary at 545. Oh, that can so, be brutal. Yeah, so that was that, and then I'd go to work, and then I'd um, work, do homework, whatever, and I just, I wasn't for me, wasn't my lifestyle that I would hope for. Yeah. So I don't think I really liked high school that much, to no, be honest. Not your favorite. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, high school's tough, you know? I'm a sophomore, and I don't even go full-time. I'm part-time, and I'm like, <laughs> it seems so tough, even though I'm, like, barely there. Yeah, could you imagine being there for seven hours? Yeah. Or whatever, not yeah, being able I'll to leave? Pass. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thrived in college. When college. having, like, a, a more fluid schedule, living yeah. with my friends, like... I thrived. I loved college. I was studying something I cared about. Um, what did you study? I studied Parks and Recreation. Well, that's cool. Or Recreation Administration. And I love the outdoors. And I was, like, planning events for school. I was um, learning about history of leisure. And it was just, it was a blast. Um, that sounds like f- so much fun. Oh, it was so fun. And, like, the events and the... So, I went... Okay, well, first off, I guess... I, I mean, do you want me to tell you about college? I loved yeah, college. tell me about college. So, I graduated high school. Um, my birthday's in August, the August 30th. And so, I graduated at 17. Um, I didn't turn 18 until that's later. Really, that's so early. Yeah. So, were you super young for your grade? Yes, I was very young. Very young. That's so young. Yes. Um... And so I moved, so I went to BYU Hawaii, and that was, like, my biggest dream. I was like, all I want in life is to go to BYU Hawaii. I'd never been there, but I was so determined. So (laughs) I applied, and funny thing is, actually, I didn't get into BYU Provo, but I got into BYU Hawaii. Oh, really? So, yeah, and that's, like... That's interesting. I feel like you don't hear that very often. Yeah. Um, So I went, moved to Hawaii, and had the time of my life, met some really cool people, um... It was so much fun, and then I I was trying to figure out, so I wanted to study special education, and I um, was going to transfer to Utah State, so I came up and, like, visited the school with one of my friends and, like, actually met your grandparents that first oh, yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, I had lunch with them, and I didn't really like the school very much. Um, Utah State. Yes. Yeah. But while I was here was conference. So we went to conference and they made the age change and it was just perfect timing. Um, and I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to serve a mission. So I went to my counselor back in Hawaii and I was like, hey, how do I graduate with an associate so I can transfer when I get back easier? Um, 
without like I was like oh I'll probably study special education when I get back but unsure um but I just wanted my associates so I could transfer she's like oh you need one credit and I was like oh my gosh we're halfway through the semester I only need one credit what can I do so I took a jogging class a jogging class yeah on like the beaches of Hawaii yes (laughs) so my my roommate and I she was actually taking it as well randomly and so we like got up at 7 a.m it would run for class and then I graduated with an associates not that I walked or anything so then I served my mission in El Salvador in Belize um and I was like dad mom I don't know what I want to do when I go back like what's what I want to study I don't think I want to do special ed anymore um can you send me a bunch of degrees so on a PDA I remember like looking through them it was like close to that on my mission and uh I found like recreation administration and i was like heck yeah you're like that's the one yeah so i was like your name anyways (laughs) so um yeah so i remember seeing recreation administration and i was like oh heck yeah utah state um this is what i want to study and um so when i came back from my mission uh like two weeks after i got home i was like okay well time to move out there i guess and like get my life started out there so i moved out and like Halloween time oh wow and my friends were going to a cabin in Island Park so I was like sure I'll go I'll like move I wasn't gonna go till after Thanksgiving but I moved it up and moved out here and stayed with um your grandparents for a little bit oh that's right and then moved out and or found an apartment and moved out and then got a job and got started the next semester so I started that January um and it was just bliss. College was so fun. The school here was so fun. Um, Both friends, of them. Yes. Both of them were good. That's friends awesome. were so fun. All the events. All the... It was just... Yeah. My kind of... My kind of thing. Hanging out with my friends all the time. That sounds, that sounds so fun. You mentioned you got a job. Um, what, what are some of the jobs you've worked? Oh, my. So, my first job, like I said, was the newspaper. And then... Um, Chuck E. Cheese worked there for two years. In Ohio, it's a little bit different than out here because, uh, yeah, it's not, there's not like skiing and stuff in the winter. So a lot of people go to Chuck E. (laughs) Cheese. Anyway, so it worked there. And then I was, um, like a babysitter nanny. I like nanny on a schedule. And then in Hawaii, I worked at, um, Kahuku Grill and the Polynesian Cultural Center. Oh, really? Yes, that I've was been super there fun. And it's super cool. So fun. And then, let's see, after my mission, I came back. I worked at Elements, the restaurant, and it's heyday. Now nice. it's a little, uh, not as bougie as it was back then. That's I have to true. use the word bougie. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and then, let's see, from there, I did, like, wedding, um, weddings. I helped organize and um, cater and all that kind of stuff and put the wedding day of like a lot of the day of things and then let's see after that I worked at a residential treatment center then I worked at um, common ground outdoor adventures so I helped people with disabilities go on adventures then I worked at wilderness therapy wow and that was a blast I did that and then yeah wilderness therapy and then I worked uh, with your dad a little bit, um, oh, doing the yeah. camps for kids from Shanghai. Yep. Yeah, there you we nailed are. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, let's see. 
And then I worked at a school and now I am a marketing and outreach coordinator at a nonprofit in town. That's awesome. Yeah. You've worked some pretty interesting jobs. Like, that's a pretty big variety. I know. It's very, very crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have, like, do you have a favorite or something you did in one of them stood out to you? I really like, which is funny, I really like waitressing. I think it's really fun. Um, You get to just, like make people happy really quick and then yeah. say bye like you get to um it's just like fast pace I'm it is I'm really good at like the fast pace thing. So, so yeah so waitressing is super cool because it's like I don't know it's social but it's hard working and it's I feel like it it wouldn't ever really get too boring you know because it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. You're just always meeting different people. The other really fun thing about it is that it's really, um, it's immediate satisfaction because you get... That's so true. You take home all your money that day and you're just like, oh, I worked today and this is my money. That's awesome. So I really enjoy that part of it too. That sounds so fun. Except for I was in college with like, you know, $201 bills or like (laughs) a bunch of cash in my drawer and I never went to the bank. Never went to the bank. That's funny. I mean, I guess that makes sense if you get paid that day. It's like, might as well, like, just keep it for a little bit. Yeah, like, I, it was so much easier not to use my money, though, because with cash, it's harder to use than credit card. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to have it on you. Exactly. Yeah, credit cards are so easy. You just swipe it. Yeah. And it's like, and everything just fits onto that one little card. You're like, oh, man. And you don't have to plan. Like, you're like, oh, I can go to the store and spend X amount of money, and I don't like, it's all in the card. But yeah. if it's cash, you're like, oh, crap, I don't exactly. have that much. No, 100%. The only thing with waitressing, though, I feel like I feel like I would drop the trays. <laughs> Did you ever drop the trays or, like, get nervous about that? So, one time, I was trying to be a good, co- oh, my, a good co-worker, and I uh, tried to pull the door that goes in and out, tried to pull it one way to, like, help my co-worker who had a ton and my finger got stuck in the door because I was pulling it the wrong way. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> I pulled it through the doorway. And I and that person dropped a ton. They were carrying way too much. But they dropped a ton. And my coworker was behind him and was just yelled, Opa. And it was really funny. He was like, Opa! Because all of them broke all over the ground. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, man. Yeah, so yes, I did. I did drop. Well, I didn't. I didn't. But they did. Because, anyway, yes, it was funny. Yeah. That's, oh, man. Oh, that, was it, like, embarrassing? Was it kind of in the back rooms? Like, were you nervous Oh, at no, all? there were people around. Um, which is oh, no. why he yelled at Opa. Well, like, he made it, like, lighthearted because it was in front of everyone. Um, I was probably, I was mostly just like, what did I, why did my hand go through that? Like, yeah. I was just. Mostly just laughing. It was a fun... Like, my coworkers were super fun. Oh, yeah. And waitressing is fun because, like, you work, but then you get to, like, hang out with your coworkers in between and, like, yeah. talk to them. So that was fun. That's cool. That's so cool. And it was at Elements, right? Yeah. That's a pretty bougie restaurant to yeah. drop dishes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why... Like, yeah, I'm glad he yelled Opa because it was just funny. That's so funny. Oh, man. That does sound like fun. Like, really I bet was. the people definitely make it better. Oh, right? yeah. Good co-workers. Like every job is like that. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have this job. I work at um, a kettle corn stand. I make and sell popcorn, you know? And 
I do it with one of my friends. She's, like, my best friend, and it's so fun because we just hang out the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. you guys there this summer. Oh, yeah. That was- okay. This one's kind of random, but it's really interesting to see what people say. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would you put and why? Okay. I feel like my saying in life is... Okay. Hold on. Let's go back to my mission. One time, our mission president talked about how every affliction or trial is an opportunity to learn. And that I don't know, that just really stuck with me, like learning from things that happen in your life. Um, and then... Uh, Actually, I forgot one of my jobs. So after my um, my mission, I worked as a um, as a camp counselor at Oakcrest. It's like an LDS girls camp. Oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Camas in like Park City area. So anyway, we had to come up with like alias names so the girls didn't know our real names for whatever reason. And my name was I when I was trying to figure out what name I wanted to go by. I saw the saying, um, every weed is a wildflower kind of went along with every affliction or every trial is something that we can learn from. And so I decided to go by wildflower. Nice. And then that saying just kind of like stuck with me and has always been like my saying kind of. Yeah. Um, and then at Joanne's, I actually found this sign that says, may all your weeds be wildflowers. Oh my gosh, that's so, so cute. Yeah, so that's kind of like Aww. my, what I would put on a billboard. Like, every weed or every, like, bad thing or thing that you perceive as being bad can also be a wildflower. And in my gardens at my house and in my, all my, like, um, garden plots, there are a lot of weeds. And some of them turn into really cool wildflowers. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty nice. <laughs> That's so fun. That kind of reminds me for some reason of, like, Bob Ross, because he's, like, no mistakes, <laughs> yeah. just, like, or, I don't know what he says. What does he say? It, it, yeah, I can't Something, remember exact- just happy little... Happy little trees. Happy like- little... Oh, no mistakes, just happy little clouds or something. Oh, like, yeah. Because I think that was his thing. He'd, like, cover up mistakes with, like, with a cloud. Yeah. No, that... It just reminds me of, like, Bob Ross for some reason. But yeah. that's such a good little saying... <laughs> I think that would make everyone happy if they saw that on the highway. (laughs) I agree. And I think it's a way to, like, not be sad when hard things happen or not be... Like, you can learn from it. It's not, like, nothing in life is going to be too difficult that you can't learn from. Uh, Well, absolutely nothing, because, like, why are we here? We're learning. We're becoming better versions of ourselves. And we do that by going through a difficult trial or affliction and then come out better like we're learning from everything that happens to us so yeah oh yeah that would definitely okay if i saw may may your every weed is a wildflower yeah is that what it is yeah mm-hmm. every weed is a wildflower if i saw that if and i was driving on the highway and like stuck in traffic that'd make my day better <laughs> yeah and like even with everything it's just like you can always bounce back and there's always like there's always good from the bad even mm-hmm. though it's hard to find it Mm-hmm. There is. <laughs> and you don't always see it right when it's happening, but yeah. I think it's worth, like, paying attention and looking for it while it's happening mm-hmm. so that, you know, life is worthwhile. Yeah, So exactly. that you're, you're not just living to live and letting things happen to you, but you're, like, letting, you're becoming better and improving. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's so cute. Which is also funny because 
like so my name was wildflower oh, yeah. i have some friends who still call me will for wildflower wilfie for wilfie, short that's so cute. <laughs> um and then my little girls my my little girls my uh pups sago and yarrow they're both wildflowers they're both wildflowers and honestly when i first named sago she's the older one i didn't think about that really at all it was just like that's a cute name i want her to be named sago and then yeah when it came to Yarrow, I was like, I was deciding between the name Peridot, like Perry, or Yarrow, and went with Yarrow, and now it's a theme in my life. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and where, I mean, in your house right now, you have so many plants. I would count them, but that'd take too long. You have yeah. so many plants, and I love them all. And this so is only cute. one room, so yeah, I have a lot room. more <laughs> throughout the house. You have such a cute house. Thanks. It's adorable. Well, I love it a lot. Is there any, like, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Something that really stood out, like, whoa, I still remember that. Um, something that's funny to me, well, recently I had some friends move back into town who left town, moved, and then came back, and we were talking about, like, who we are, who we were back then, and, like, what we remember about each other when we first met, um... And they were talking about how, like, how inclusive I was. These girls are just oh. chomping on these bones. I'm it's sorry. So, it's okay. Whoever's listening, I'm sorry if you're annoyed by these girls. They're obsessed with Nora, so they won't leave us alone. <laughs> but <That's> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. So it was just I loved that they brought up, like, the fact that I was, like, inclusive and I, like, brought everyone together, like, wanted to hang out with everyone. Um, and I think, like, throughout college, I just wanted everyone to hang out and be friends, because I was just yeah. like, I love being with everyone all the time. Um, so that was a really good, like, a really um, heartwarming compliment. I, I, yeah, I try to be aware of, like, everyone in a situation so they can all feel included. And I feel like that's a, you know, a lot of people just need to feel like they're, needed or wanted and I think being inclusive um allows that opportunity also I love introducing people and like them making new friends and all that yeah, kind of stuff that's so fun and connections and it's so, so fun yeah so I think that like being inclusive really like brings that home for me I just yeah that's good yeah and it's still stuck out to you and that was how many years ago was that well so that was my friends said that recently, but, I mean, I knew them seven years ago, so. Oh, wow, and they still remembered that. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it was really, really sweet of them. That's awesome. What's your best compliment? Oh, my best compliment? I don't know. That's so hard. Well, it was, like, a month ago, but um, one of my friends said, I have, like, the charm, and she put it in, like, quotation marks. Like, she was being serious. It's, like, because we went to this... Um, I think what was it for i think it was a wrestling tournament at my high school and we needed to get into my teacher's classroom but the hallways were locked and the doors were locked so i went and talked with administration for like 10 seconds and they just gave me the keys and wow. we were like we were all so shocked so they said i had the charm and i was like that just like made my day <laughs> like but i don't know that's that's probably it you know that's awesome but it, it made me feel kind of happy you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, what makes you feel, like, inspired or to be your best self? Um, hmm, I would say, 
I like to be my best self. I really just, I enjoy freedom and being able to do what I want. I really, I have a lot of hobbies and I have nothing that's like, I'm mediocre at a lot of things and I know how to do a lot of things, but at a very like mediocre level. Um, and so I just like trying new things, learning new skills. Um, and I like being able to say that, oh yeah, like I've dabbled in that or like I've dabbled in that. Yeah. That's so, super fun. Yeah. That makes me feel like alive and excited. <laughs> That's super cool. I totally get what you mean. Like it's super fun. Like if you know a lot of hobbies or, you know, you just do a bunch of things. Well, one, it seems like like you're never boring even to yourself because then you're like, oh, I'm bored. What should I do? And then you have all these options, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just like the little things that make it fun, you know? Yeah, I'm very <laughs> entertaining to myself. <laughs> like I could stay busy uh, forever, just like finding things that I love to do. Yeah. Like I never get bored during yeah. COVID. <laughs> I like, oh, my gosh. When I had the excuse to stay home and just be home and yeah. find new projects and do things, that was so fun. That's so fun. <laughs> Have you always been that way? I don't know. I think I've, yeah, I've kind of always, like, dabbled in things. Um, like, I'll get really stoked on something and then I'll change. Like, at one point, I was super-duper into mountain biking. And I was super-duper into, like, woodworking or oh, just different so things. Cool. So I... Yeah, I think I've just always, like, dabbled in things, and then I'm like, okay, that's cool, I learned, I'm done. Yeah, I learned as much as I wanted to, and yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I get to try something else. <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah, so, okay, so you graduated high school when you were 17, right? Mm-hmm. That's insane. So, if you had a time machine, and you turned back time all the way until you're 17, um, what would you say to yourself? Would you give any advice? I think my biggest advice, and I feel like in college I understood how cool of a time it was in my life and how fun, how much fun I was having and how many cool people I got to meet and all of that. I think it would just be like, always remember to just like enjoy this time. Like I, yeah. Like enjoy the moment? Yeah. Like enjoy enjoy the moment. the moment, enjoy what's going on. Don't worry about the future because you have no idea what's going to happen. As much as you can try and plan and be prepared for it, even now, like, um, I was telling you before, like, I have a few big plans and things going on, but, um, yeah, I think it's just, like, live, like, just be, and that's sometimes really hard for me because I'm always like, what's the next thing? Like, we were talking about with um, hobbies. I'm always like, okay, what can I do next? What can I make with this? What can I do, you know? Um, and so I think it's like, yeah, just like be present, be present. Yeah. Oh, that's good advice. Cause life is fun. There's a lot of yeah. fun to do. There's so much fun things <laughs> like, and you were saying you can always keep yourself like busy, you know, there's mm. always something new to try. Also, I don't love the word busy, but I, but because it's like busy, people think of it as like a worth, like their self-worth is based on how much they have to do. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm, I mean more of like, I can keep myself entertained and like truly entertained, not just yeah. like with my phone. Exactly. Um, I rarely like my plants in front of my TV. Like yeah. I don't watch TV very often. <laughs> like I'll listen to books. I'll listen to podcasts. 
Um, I listen to things, but I don't really, like, sit down and do things. Like, I gotta be... Yeah, you gotta be moving, like, you gotta be learning it, you mm-hmm. know? That's so cool. Sometimes I... I don't know, audiobooks are so underrated, I think. Oh my gosh. They're yes. so good. I'm listening to this one. I think it's called Split the Difference. Hmm. And it's super good. It's like this negotiating book, and it's about this guy who used to work for the FBI... Or oh, like, I've seen that one. Yeah, and he, he was like a hostage negotiator, you know, and it's, it's so interesting. And sometimes I'll listen to that when I get ready in the morning, you know, because yeah. like, like, I love music and I play music. I love music, but I think audiobooks are just so underrated. Oh, yeah. There's some really good ones and some really good, um, like, I feel like you have to find the book that gets you stoked on audiobooks yeah. and then you love all audiobooks. Exactly. But until you find that one, they're a little difficult. Yeah. It's hard to jump in just like get a random book you know yeah 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 but there's some really cool readers out there like like the voices voices. yeah yeah um my dad knows this guy and he gets he gets paid a pretty decent amount you know Mm -hmm. and he just goes on there he just like i guess reads the book and records it and then they like they're like oh yeah that's good enough to use you know huh that's crazy yeah i mean you have to sign up some way you can't just read it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's super cool i'm like yeah, they're, I think they're underrated. I think they're cool. Oh, yeah. Um, during COVID, when I was, like, I went hard on, like, home improvements and just, like, a lot of things I always wanted to do. Um, and I listened to, so that year, I randomly, like, at the beginning of the year, said, I want to read 26 books because I was turning 26. 26. That's and a lot. I read, I can't remember. It was, like, 48 or something 40. crazy like that. It was almost 50. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, I was really into it. a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. What's one of the best books you've ever read? Oh, man. Somebody asked me this the other day. Um, my favorite book, and this might be a little controversial, but my favorite book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Um, I feel like that book, I've, like, used it in, like, church lessons, and, like, it teaches <laughs> nice. so much, like, good, like, concepts and principles for life and just not caring about things that you don't really care about and like prioritizing understanding your values and what you actually care about and it helped me like understand what I want to do with my life understand what I want to do um with everything so yeah that's super cool that sounds like a good book. Like, I feel like, yeah, you could use it for the rest of your life. Yeah, my other, my, a really good book I, uh, I really enjoyed listening to is um, Educated. And I think Educated. That, yeah. Who's that Tara by? Westover, I want to say. Tara Westover. Yeah. She, um, it's like her story of growing up in actually Malad, which isn't far from us. And um, just like this radical religious family. Um, they were actually LDS and then her, she didn't go to school and she didn't receive an education at all. And so it's her story of like, she eventually goes to BYU and, um, yeah. And then goes and gets a doctorate and it's just a really, it's a really interesting story. The way she tells it is really cool. Cause she's like, this is how I remember it, but it could be different. Yeah. So, oh, those books are so cool. Mm-hmm. Like I love it from the writer's perspective, you know? Yeah. I love memoirs. I'm really into them. So I helped my grandpa write his right before. Well, like in 2028, we started writing it and 
he passed like a few months after he we finalized everything so that was it was it was meant to be it really was that's cool did you run into any roadblocks while doing that so many oh man we started with him like recording stories and then i would type them up and he was like your voice in writing is different than mine I was like, dude, I was writing that word for word. <laughs> so like, anyways, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But it was good because then he started typing it himself. And that was really good for his mind. And yeah. it was really cool. So That's now we cool. have that book published. That's so cool. Man. That seems like a... That's a big task. Oh, it was huge. Yeah. yeah. It was months and months. And then I flew out to see him right before we... And then there's like pictures in it and everything. So Ooh. we had... Yeah. So I went out and did all the final publishing things with him so yeah that sounds amazing that big project but it's like big reward you know mm-hmm. which is another example of my random hobby it's like yeah now i know how to publish a book <laughs> yeah, exactly been there done not that. that i'm good but i figured it out you can do it <laughs> yeah. if you ever need someone to publish a book or i don't know grow you a plant you can <laughs> you can call aubrey build a shelf i've done Yes. I did redid my bathroom. Like <laughs> just random stuff. That's so cool. I can sew a quilt. I randomly Ooh, got some quilt? old fabric from my grandma and made a quilt. So that was my that first like fun. Maybe my only quilt, but it was fun. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, well I'm so glad we got a chance to interview you. It's it's been so fun. You have so much like so many cool stories and like th- cool thoughts. <laughs> well anyway hopefully we can do a part two or like a series just kidding (laughs) anyway it was so fun yeah anything you'd like to say to the listeners before we end i think we talked a lot (laughs) we'll catch us in part two we'll see okay (laughs) bye